In this episode of Gamerloop Radio, Neutron and Sage tag team two new releases and find out if the hype is justified. But before that, this self-proclaimed finger-licking good dating simulator deep fries its way to Steam's top spot in the free release category. You're in the loop after this. Welcome to another episode of Gamer Loop Radio with your host, Jimmy Neutron, and I, Sage. Jimmy, how's it going? Good. Good morning, everyone. I'm on my second cup of coffee. I'm wide awake now, ready to do this. Me too. So we're going to get right into it. Another list of delayed releases hits news feeds with Ubisoft announcing Watch Dogs Legion, Gods and Monsters, and Rainbow Six Quarantine with a potential release in Q2 to Q3 and 2020 to 2021. This is due in part to the underperformance of Ghost Recon, Breakpoint, and The Division 2. Ubi CEO states, We want our teams to have more development time to ensure that their respective innovations are perfectly implemented so as to deliver optimal experiences for players. Skull and Bones is still on the table, but with a 2021 to 2022 target. This seems to be happening quite a bit lately. And it's okay. It's okay. Let them take their time. We don't want them to feel rushed and give us a bad product. If they are upfront and honest as to what the reasons are that it's being delayed, I am fine with that. I, I would rather prefer a game that is polished on day one. I agree. And again, we've had conversations about this before. The internet can, can be a crutch. It's today's technology, implementing hot fixes and patches after the fact. When you buy a broken game, though, it's it's really hard to go back to it and you got to love it to, to, to want to go through all of <laughs> to trudge through all of the updates waiting for the game to work properly. So please, please just take your time. I totally agree with that. Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> Sorry. Mass Effect Andromeda. In other news, Red Dead Redemption 2 is now available as of November 5th on PC Boasting improved volumetric lighting, improved tessellation for more detailed terrain, improved draw distance, and other detail work, uh, which includes elongating shadows as the sun sets on your character, which is, uh, that's kind of cool. However, it's had a fair share of performance issues upon release. I would personally recommend delaying your purchase until the next patch, which will undoubtedly address some, if not most, issues. Are you picking up Red Dead on PC? So, funny enough, I got it on PS4 around launch time, but I have not gone and played it. You want to know why? Why? Destiny 2, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I should have known. But no, it might might be something that I'll play. I mean, I already have it. There's no need for me to buy it again um, on PC, even though it might look even better, but I'll, I'll... that's something I'll probably play during my uh, holiday game plans. I might pick it up again. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I might pick it up. I've never dabbled in the uh, Red Dead Online portion of it. So if you get it on PC, then I'll definitely get it in, and then we should, we'll should we just start new characters together. That'd be great. Damn it. Wait, now I gotta get it. Son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> 
In other news, this game has players licking their fingers. I Love You, Colonel Sanders hits the number one spot in Steam's free-to-play category for September. And with a description like this, how could you say no? Welcome to the most delicious dating simulator ever created. Do you have what it takes to be the business partner of and win the heart of the most famous chicken salesman of all time? Play to find out. Go ahead. Colonel Sanders is waiting. (laughs) I love it. And then there's the review section. Drago Fishblood comments a 90-minute unskippable ad for KFC. Ren comments 11 out of 10. Colonel Sanders is the best waifu of the year. (laughs) And... Innumerable comments asking when the 18 plus patch will be released. (laughs) Now, I mentioned this because it was the comment section that drew me to the game and it's a free download. Yeah, I know it's an ad for KFC, but let's try it out. Never tried a dating simulator before and it's only like an hour and a half long. So I played it and apparently I was one of the few that got the best ending. Not only did Colonel Sanders ask me to be his love. But he also asked me to be his business partner. <laughs> so he is waifu of the year. It's a great game. And it's it's worth if you got an hour and a half to burn, burn it with Colonel Sanders. It's cool. Why not? Why not? We'll move on to our main topic. The Outer Worlds was released on October 25th. And I had some misgivings about the game, but I decided to pick it up. Man, am I glad that I did. Outer Worlds has received fantastic reviews across the board. Tech Raptor 9.5, EGM 5 out of 5, COG Connected 91 out of 100, Game Informer 9.25, GameSpot 9, Destructoid 9, on and on and on and on. It is a robust game full of uh, RPG elements that you may recognize from other games, such as Knights of the Old Republic, Star Wars The Old Republic, Fallout. Um, of course, it's an Obsidian game, so Skyrim has got to be in there a bit as well. And if you're a lover of Firefly, there's a there's a great Firefly reference in there as well as numerous others. It was a easily 40-hour, 40 45-hour game for me. I played it on the hard difficulty, but not the hardest. Storyline was incredible. Uh, meeting your companions and finding them. They, they actually contribute to how the story unfolds. This is a fantastic game. Now, I know you were eyeballing the Outer Worlds as well, Jimmy, but do you did you pick it up or did you opt for something else? Not yet. I decided to go check out Call of Duty Modern Warfare first before checking out the Outer Worlds, but the Outer Worlds is still on my list, man. After watching you stream it and just talk about it, I mean, I have to check it out myself. I'm telling you, this is game of the year material. It's game of the year material, absolutely, and it's got my vote. And you think about some of the the great performers over the past year have been single-player games. They've been just you out there and telling great stories and giving you immersive environments to explore. That's what it's all about, and I love to see this type of... uh, more of this quality of RPG. Um, and you could you could look at the Outer Worlds and its many elements that are are obviously borrowed or or inspired by other RPGs. 
And it's easy to do it wrong. You know, you could look at that game and say, oh, you know, this is definitely just Fallout. But it's not just Fallout. They did it right. They merged a lot of the best parts of your favorite RPGs and put it into one game. And it is phenomenal. I have no doubt that I'll be playing that over and over again. So it's got my recommendation, and I really hope to see it at the very least as a contender for Game of the Year. Now, you spent some time with Call of Duty. And yes. it was it was some of your time with Call of Duty that inspired me to go ahead and pick it up as well. What were your thoughts on Call of Duty? So for those that uh, have been following uh, Modern Warfare, uh, they decided to go back and, and, and bring back first-person uh, campaign, you know, single campaign. And they did a good job. Um, it felt like I was playing a video, a movie. It was like a movie. I mean, the, the cutscenes, the acting, the voice acting, everything was awesome. And the pacing was good. It, it made me sit back and think of, you know, if I were in their position, would I, would I would have reacted the same way? Right? There's a lot of difficult choices that they have to do uh, in that, in that kind of um, world. Um, what one thing I, I wish would have been more of an impact is there were a few parts in the story where you can decide to either uh, proceed with something or sit back. I wish those decisions made more of an impact on the story. Mm-hmm. Like, right? What if there's like multiple endings to it? But I understand. I mean, it's m- most of Call of Duty uh, campaigns are very linear. There's not much uh, uh, out. Um, no out outreach kind of like you know what you expect from an RPG game like the Outer Worlds. So it didn't have that element, but they did a really good job in all the acting, the the all the cutscenes. It, it it kept me engaged. It was a fun eight hours. It was an eight hour movie. That's how it felt to me. And I played it on the the hardest difficulty, which was what, what's that called? Realism, right? Realism. And uh, it took a while to get through it. I think that stretched out my game time a little bit, which I was happy for. But it delivered on uh, an impactful storyline that challenges in some of those points that you were talking about. You wish that they had they had had a greater impact on the story, but the act themselves and no spoilers, but the act themselves, in a sense, challenged or or tapped you on your morality to see which direction you would go. I found myself on stream like I I take issue to this situation in a really big way and I don't want to do I don't want to do this. It kept the drama going. It kept the blood pumping. It's a it's a hard story. And you're right. It did feel like a movie. Um, I don't know how much of the PvP I'll play. I was really purely interested in the in the campaign mode. But um, and it delivered. I would give it a solid eight out of ten, nine out of ten. That's a it's a good storyline. Yeah. For the story. Yeah. And I uh, I mean, there were a few things that I think they they can still fix in patches. Uh, I had a lot of issues trying to stream and play the game. Uh, I was getting frame drops in the cutscenes, um, and I know there's. I haven't played too much PvP, but there's a lot of balancing that needs to be done on that side of the game. Um, but there's actually more story, um, which you and I need to play. Special Ops. It is the third. Yeah. Um, basically category, third option in there. And it has additional story. Um, if you guys have played it at the end, it kind of leads into uh, kind of pushing you in a direction to play Special Ops. And it's a co-op, co-op cam- cam- campaign, basically. 
I saw that there was a buddy of mine way back in the day. We played Call of Duty together. He never liked playing multiplayer uh, over the internet. He much preferred like the couch co-op kind of scene. But anyway, the, the COD stuff, we loved playing. We would spend an entire week in going through the, the special ops type levels and going after the juggernauts like that was a ton of fun we definitely need to schedule some time to do that even do a little co-stream action hmm? yeah buddy yeah buddy yeah, buddy. before we leave today uh, we do have a bit of news i'm going to hand it over to neutron howdy everyone so just to get let you know uh in the next following weeks i'll be moving to my new home yes yeah, I, bought, I bought a home building a home so, um, in the meantime, Sage is going to keep you guys busy with some, some more content. Um, but I plan on being back around Thanksgiving time frame um, to bring you back more uh, uh, Destiny news, uh, more roundups with Sage, uh, and keep it going till the end of the year and next year. We want to make this big, baby. Big, baby. Oh, you're going to be missed, man. It's going to be a lot of work without you. You're, you're the main man, so I'll do my best. And if you're interested in keeping in touch with us, uh, while Jimmy may not be on the podcast, he'll still be in our Discord. There is a link below, and you can join our Discord community. You can also follow us on Twitter at GamerLoop Radio or email us at GamerLoopRadio at gmail.com. Thanks for being on it.